Alright, welcome to another episode of The Kit Men, our second episode in two weeks, showing some crazy consistency off the bat. Uh, <laughs> we heard y'all's responses to the show, thank you guys for the support. Uh, we're nearing a hundred listeners, so let's keep that going, try, try, try to break that threshold. Um, if you're, I didn't think we'd make it this far. Yeah, I didn't think we would either. Yeah. I mean, two episodes in two weeks. I mean, you know what I'd do if I was a follower, a listener? You know what I'd do? What would you do? I would follow. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening on Spotify, follow us. Um, if you're listening on if you're listening on Anchor, you can actually send us a message now, letting us know what you think of the show, any segments you'd like to see on the show, and anything else like that. And then diving right into it, our first game was a Merseyside Derby, 2-2 Everton draw. Boys, what are your thoughts? I think Pickford should be in jail. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty that was, malicious. Yeah. I, I will say that was... I mean, do you think it was intentional? I don't, I, I don't know if there was much intent to it, but it wasn't. It was not clean. I've never seen a keeper slide a ball that was six feet in the air. Yeah, it was way too high. It was way too high to like slide. That. He was sliding. He slid Van Dyke. It was a tactical move. Take Van Dyke out of the running. Dude, I'll, I'll always think that whenever I would play like defense, I would just be like, if they're off sides, like, what can I get away with here? <laughs> and like, he, he didn't get any like discipline for that, right? No, no I don't know. Off sides, they're just like. <laughs> they they didn't even review it as a red like, card offense. That's yeah. They they were reviewing whether um, who whoever played that ball in was offside. Yeah, they were just checking offsides. They were just checking offside, not the foul. Like oh, he's offsides. Gets away with murder. <laughs> but uh, guess so. Yeah, again, Calvert Lewin scoring a beautiful goal. What was it two? It was two headers, right? From for Everton. Yes, yes, one, one, one off a corner from Keane. Yeah, 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 right. Those are brilliant goals. Oh, no, I, I think Salah's goal might have mm. been goal of the match if there is one. Oh, for sure. First time volley. Is that reaction? That like, that's, sense. It didn't. It didn't. The slice across the ball. Okay, but moving to the main point, 95th minute VAR controversy. Do you guys think Mane was offside on that? I do. I um. I don't think so. I don't, I, I I don't he, really think so. I, I think he was onside by it. Like, I mean, if it's like an, I understand the ruling. Like, if he's an inch offside, he's still offside. Goal shouldn't count. But yeah. I mean, he looked onside to me. I don't know how they've drawn that line. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They, they must have gone. They must have gone off of an arm here or something, because there is no freaking way that's offside, bro. <laughs> I don't. I don't see that as an offside. Dude, they should make offsides like how they do with like every other sport. Like any like super tight calls, they always just let it stand. Mm. Like this is way too close for anyone to call. But okay, put. Like, no, like, because you can't tell if it's offsides here. No, you can't tell if it's offside. Like, it's literally, like, just, like, a toss-up. They, they just guess. If I'm looking at his elbow, I see Yeri Mina's foot play him on. I mean, yeah. Like, if, obviously, like, if he's on, he's on. And, like, if you can tell that he's off, he's off. But if you can't tell, like... But, I don't know, put, put yourself in the shoes of an Everton fan. For you, no, as a, that's not, like, if you're an Everton fan, you're going to be like, offside. no, he's offside. Like, if you can tell it's offside, it's offside. 
but like there's no way to tell. And then the handball stuff as well. I think VAR. I mean, it's been pretty. Uh, I mean, I can I can play personally as a United fan, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the handball rule. I'm not gonna lie. All right, well, just that if it's like, but I just think it's funny how they say uh, the old rules if it's in an unnatural position, and now it's like. This is your hands yeah, go behind I mean, your back. Literally have it's like to... the most unnatural thing you can do. Yeah. Is just run with your hands back. And then our second game Saturday was Chelsea Southampton. Chelsea were up 2-0 and then 3-1 and ended up tying the game 3-3. <laughs> <laughs> two goals from two goals from Werner, one from Havertz, uh, one from Ings, one from Vestergaard, one from Adams. Um, but we have to talk about Chelsea's lack of ability to keep a clean sheet or keep a game under two goals. Yeah, I think that game like perfectly defines how the transfer window and like yeah. the whole club at the time. Yeah, right now, that's how the yeah they just for sure three goals and then let three in just as easily. I mean, I know everyone wants to fault Kepa for that, but I think it's equally on Zuma. I feel. <laughs> but but he made it a lot harder than it had to be. It was you could just booted it out, and then he was like, "Let me sit here. Chill. Let him see what he can do." But I I mean okay, Ch- Chelsea were up three nil. No no no, sorry. Chelsea go down three nil against West Brom, a team that is known for their lack of ability to score goals. <laughs> Who's the Chelsea captain right now? I think when it's t- when Silva's on the pitch, it's Silva or my. And I thought it was Aspa- it's Jorginho. Oh, I thought it was Aspilicueta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I feel like if a team's coming, if a team's three up, and they lose or tie, I feel like the captain's at fault. Or the manager. Manager or captain, yeah, bro. I mean, like, and obviously their back line. So like. Kepa, okay. I think okay. I think they really struggle with closing down. You know, like one of the goals I forgot which one, but like the dude had so much time and they oh, were just yeah, standing there. The two center backs and no one went. Yeah, the nobody went. He yeah, just, no he just hit it. Mm, you're right. You're right. And then like, dude, they they need to have someone on the field to just like yell at him for doing that. Okay, so so if you're up two nil, okay, let, no, let's say you're up three one, uh, second half, you're Frank Lampard. Do you try and make a defensive substitution, bring on another defender, um, or what do you do? Because they brought on Tammy Abraham. Bro, they'd just be bringing on another liability, though. <laughs> a <Yeah>. defender? <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> I think they should put all this happening. Yeah, bro. I think, I feel like the mindset, yeah, dude, the mindset there was probably like, let me just bring on another attacker, I mean, keep as little defenders on the field as I can. <laughs> Yeah. As you said earlier, the, yeah. the best offense is a... Best defense is <laughs> the best more defense. offense. Yeah. That's right. All right, but then third game, Saturday, Arsenal City. City got the better... Yes, they did. ...of Arsenal. 1-0. Goal from Sterling. Uh, I, I've rubbed it into Let's Face pretty good amount so far. Um, I'll continue to do that. But Arsenal have not won an away game... Versus a big six side in the Premier League since 2015. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's a sad truth. It's a sad truth. It's, um... I thought they looked decent, though, you know, compared, you know... They looked... De- I think Ederson's man of the match in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saved three 1v1s. Yeah. Um... 
Newcastle United. Um, all five goals actually came from Manchester United, none from Newcastle. <laughs> um, Luke Shaw in goal scoring form um, actually scored an own goal. Harry Maguire um, silencing the haters, maybe. Slabhead. Slabhead. We still hate him. <laughs> we all still hate him. But, but we have to talk about how it was 1 1 until the 85th minute. And then United poured on three goals. I say the change came when Donny Van de Beek came on. And I think he has earned a starting role in the United side. Did he come on for Matic? I think he might have. But in the three games... No, it was Mata. Matic didn't start. Oh, it was, yeah, it was from Mata. In the three games Van de Beek has been in, his pass completion has been above 90%. Dude, yeah, he's, like, he's really good. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't get on the ball enough. He like he was really like hiding until that you know until we started scoring. That's how he plays though. If you watch him with Ajax, he just had De Jong do those little De Jong turns in the back, dribble it out, mm-hmm. find him Ziyech, get a cross or a shot off into Tadic or something. Yeah. So I think he's used to that. I think he deserves a starting spot, but I don't think he. I don't think he should. It yeah. would just because they would have no defensive midfield if he started along with. Like Pogba, Pogba and you know. Fernandez. That's true. I mean, maybe you play a four-four-two. There. I mean, I, I don't understand Dan James starting. I I don't like Dan James. I I mean that game. I thought he played well. I mean, I thought like you know, but then again, he hasn't. You know, it seems like forever since he scored. That's so true. I mean, I guess you're just trying to you know get him on there, but he looked hungry at least. He should go out on loan. Yeah, I, sure. I'd loan him out. Maybe back to the championship, but yeah. I, I don't know if he's a prem player. Dude, no way. <laughs> not right now, at least. He's so... No way. He just runs. I mean, yeah, <laughs> at least not for United. He, he's, he's a counter-attacker, so... Then that's not our place. It's, it's not United. Dude, yeah, put him in, like, like one of those bottom-half teams. I think, right. I think he'll do it. Right. I think if Leeds actually picked him up last year when they wanted to in the championship... He'd be nice for Leeds. He'd be really nice for Leeds, because Leeds just play end-to-end stuff. Yeah. Okay, our next game was Sheffield versus Fulham. That ended up in a draw. Sheffield dropping points again to Fulham, who are known for their lack of defense. Um, do you guys see Sheffield relegated? No, I don't think they'll be relegated. I, mean, I don't know. They were just, I feel like they were just too good last season. Yeah, it kind of got... They finished, what, like, like, eight or something? Yeah, I'm they... thinking second season syndrome, in my opinion. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Could be that. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they'll pick it up, you know. I think everybody's, you know, still early in the season, real early, so... Yeah, I have nothing else to say about the game. It's yeah. Too, like, <laughs> like, five teams. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess same thing for the next game, Palace Brighton, and there's a 1-1 draw. Lewis Dunk picked up a red card, which hurt my fantasy team. Um, <laughs> kind of upset about that, but... I have Lewis Dunk on my fantasy team. Just because he's tall? Just because he's 6'4". <laughs> Score some headers. And then, ooh, calamitous game for Tottenham. Up 3-0 at the half. Game ends, 3-3 draw. Is it Tottenham's... Being Tottenham or David Moyes pulling off a great West Ham victory? I think it's Bale's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it came on the pitch. No coincidence. <laughs> it's so gone. You know, they concede three. I mean, 
does the missing the one v one have any impact, or do you think it's still on the defense? Oh, it definitely has an impact for sure. That's a you know that's a nail in the coffin most of the time. So. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think it's Bill's fault. I think it's well, just that's just what Spurs do. I think it's a very Spurs thing <laughs> to do. I mean. I don't think David Moyes said anything special in the locker room, just a typical, if they do it in one half, we can too speech. But it wasn't even any tactics. No, either. I don't think it was, it was tactics. I think it was. I think he went to the. I think he went to the dressing room and said, "Lads, look, it's 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 Tottenham. <laughs> They're gonna let us score." <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But that third goal. Oh man. Uh, for those of you who didn't see it, I think it could be goal of the season. It was outside the box, sliced across, go went straight into the top corner, curve, swerve, power. It uh no, it, it dinged off the keeper's hand, hit off the post. That's right, crossbar. Right. It's very nice. Had loads of power on it. And Lanzini, bro. <laughs> it was Lanzini. That was his first minute to the West Ham player. Was that's the first time I've seen Lanzini. He was there last year, too. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I seen him do anything. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. This is the first time of I'm ever hearing the name Lanzini. Yeah, bro, he's been there. Mm-hmm. But uh, last game on Sunday, Villa, West Ham, Barkley, 90th minute winner outside the box. Uh, happened actually just like an hour ago. Uh, I think Grealish played superbly that game. Oh, that yeah, game. bro. I knew it, bro. He's been at West Ham since 2016. Has he? <laughs> okay, well, not a huge... He just hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> but I like Jack Grealish. I think he should be starting over Mason Mount on the England side. Oh, for sure. For sure. I <laughs> no, there's no strongly dislike anything about Mason Mount. Mm-hmm. All right. But getting to the main segment of the episode today, we have... Collective, we each individually rank our top 10 players under 23 in the Premier League. And then we compiled the list and averaged it out. First place, we have Trent Alexander-Arnold. In a close second, we have Marcus Rashford. The only reason some of these scores came out the way they did is because of Owen. (laughs) (laughs) Owen, would you like to explain you putting Marcus Rashford third and not fourth? First and second, because I had him first. Josh and or I had him second. I had him second. I had him first as well. I had him second. Those two had him first. Owen had him third. Would you like to explain? You just don't like United. That's why. You guys had Trent first. I had Trent first. I had Trent second. Yeah, I had Trent second. You put Phil Foden over Marcus Rashford. You put Phil Foden over Marcus Rashford. (laughs) Now don't. Don't get me don't don't get it wrong. I'm a city fan. What? It's Marcus Rashford. <laughs> it's Marcus Rashford. I just put Rashford over Trent. I think they're pretty close, like in like who's better, but I just think Rashford goes like anywhere in the world and probably do the same job. Yeah. I just don't know if Trent's doing He's, that. That was my thing. Is, I think he can, but I I don't know for sure. Well he also, you know, at times when you know United's suffering, he's the reason why we're not Yeah, he, he's complete, that guy that, yeah. that can carry the team. He's like he's like a Jack Grealish for Aston Villa yeah. last year. Yeah, definitely. That's fair. Um, I think I put Trent first just because you could make the argument he's a generational talent. I mean, no right back has really. That's true. C- 
across the way he does, attack the way he does. He's just too successful to, to like, not have a... Yeah, so mm-hmm. that was my thing. I, I mean, Marcus Rashford is a very good player, but there are players like him. There's no real player, in my opinion, like Trent Alexander-Arnold. No so right that's why I put him yeah. first. Definitely. There's no right back that's attacking like a winger. I mean, you can make the argument Reese James is, like, on that path. But, I mean, Alexander-Arnold's far more developed than he is. Reese James isn't even a regular first-team player. So then, that was our first two. Um, third, we had Christian Pulisic. And that is in part to Josh. No, we had a... No, I had him up. I had him, like, fourth. Or, sorry, rather, uh, excuse me. We had Phil Foden. I was looking at Josh's list. Uh, yeah. We had Phil Foden third, Kai Havertz fourth. Okay. So, I mean, I put Phil Foden uh, pretty high up on my list. I had him... I uh, I had him third. Owen had him second. I had him... I had him... Uh, fourth. Or fifth. Yeah, fourth. Fourth. Yeah. We're, we're really messing these numbers up. But... <laughs> Who who do you? I mean, right now, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Foden. Foden plays like a grown man. That's true, but uh, I feel like you're disrespecting what Havertz did in Germany. Oh no, I'm not. But it's just, I mean, you have to you have to think about Pep saying he Phil Foden has the most talent that he's ever coached, and Pep coached Messi. And Lewandowski. You can only trust what people say about. I mean, that's fair, but like, it, it's one of the most respected managers. Ronald Neal called Martinelli like the next R nine. I mean, but he took he 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 was David Silva's replacement. He's played well in that role. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, I thought he was. I thought Bernardo was David Silva's replacement. He seemed more like a. He a seems more like, like a David Silva, but I mean. Phil Foden's more of an attacker. I don't know. That's the thing. Phil Foden tracks back well. He helps out defensively. He makes nice, incisive passes. He gets in spots. He can play wing. He can play striker. He can play cam. He goes box to box. So that was my thing. For me, when I watched Chelsea, it's it's nine players back, Havertz and Werner up top. And then... Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a menace, though. Yeah, those no, those it, two it are works. a menace. It works. It works. <laughs> it works, but it works, but um, it's a bit unfair to Havers. To I feel like you're judging him on Chelsea. I, I think I am, and, and partially, maybe he hasn't hit a stride yet. But see, though, that's understandable. Third and fourth, there's not. It's not yeah, it, it's not a huge discrepancy. Yeah. And then fifth, we had uh, Christian Pulisic, and then Mason Greenwood. Which he hasn't been a... Mason Greenwood hasn't really found his footing this season so far, but, I mean, it's still very early days. Definitely. Owen, where, where, where'd you have them at? Uh, Greenwood, fourth. I've kind of worked not off of this season, but previous seasons. Fifth, okay. Yeah, I mean, Christian Pulisic played well last season. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And then we had Bakayo Saka. Might have to move him up after last game against City. He played well. Um, mm-hmm. He can play left back, left mid, left winger, cam, right winger. I already think he should have been higher. Even I mean, after, even before last game, that was just one game. Like, like I, I like him. Like he, he, he. 
I really like him. He's really talented, all of that. But the thing is, for me, he doesn't. He hasn't got yeah, enough I'm minutes. Saying, I'm looking at the other the other people on the list. Mm-hmm. I think Saka's good, but it just seems like those guys. Yeah, are, like like they're just a bit older, more developed. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it was like a U21 list, he'd be pushing top three. Like it's just not. Saka for sure has the talent to be better than some of those players. Oh yeah. But definitely. as of now, I wouldn't rank him above Greenwood. Or Pulisic. That's fair. That's fair for Greenwood. Greenwood had one of like the best debut seasons like of all time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Dude, but Saka was Europa League top assister last season. Was he? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like Arsenal's home is the Europa League, but like I don't know. I I wouldn't put him above Greenwood. That's fair. I wouldn't either yet. Not yet. Not yet. I don't think any of us had him above Greenwood though. Hmm. Eighth, we have Ferran Torres, new transfer from City. Um, the reason I put him there, one, plays for City. Two, he had <laughs> <laughs> two, he had the um, second most big chances created in La Liga. Only player ha- that had more was Leo Messi. So I think that's a pretty good, pretty good stat to have. Um, he's not great defensively. He's not great. Um, he's a winger. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> the way City plays, like, you have to defend as a winger. I guess. That's fair. But, um, I don't know, he kind of disappointed me in the game against Leeds, but, I don't know, he just hasn't proven enough, so that's why I personally didn't give him enough points. Yeah, I just haven't seen enough of him. The ninth, we have Declan Rice. I actually quite like Declan Rice. I, th- I think he's really good. Um, center back, CDM, West Ham. I would... I don't know if I'm if I'm here at Southgate, I start Jack Grealish at center back. Just I, Jack Grealish. Oh, sorry, not, not Jack. Grealish. <laughs> Excuse me, Declan Rice at center back. Yeah. And then. It'll make room for better players in the England squad. Yeah. Declan Rice get minged. By Harry Kane. Kane. That's fair. Um, tenth, last on our list. We collectively ranked Aaron Juan Basaka, one of the best tacklers. Um, scored a goal. Scored his first Premier League goal actually yesterday. Yesterday, I think that'll be a instrumental to his confidence as he grows. So that goal, that goal yeah, that goal should be. I mean, watching him afterward, he was just yeah. having a joy at the game. Do you know he was a he was a winger, like at Palace. Really? Yeah. Before he changed back to like being a fullback. I don't know where the where the technical ability go. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying because I was about to say there's a lot of questions about him going forward. He can't cross very well. He's not a great skiller. He's not like the way that like everyone talks about or not even just talks about the way that he plays. Like you would think he's like a I, center back that moved to right back, not like a winger that moved to right yeah, back. Yeah, he doesn't. He just looks so weird. He doesn't look normal on the ball. Like he and Tammy Abraham both look so awkward on the ball. Like, you know that scene in Bambi when Bambi's on the ice? Like, can't, can't really walk straight. Like, that's what the both of them remind me of. Oh, dude, speaking of Tammy Abraham, that was a pretty big exclusion from the list. I hate Tammy Abraham. I, I don't like him I think he was on fire last season, but every striker has that little run of games where... I mean, we saw that with Timu Puki last season. Timu Puki came out on fire from the championship, and then... Effectively did nothing the rest of the season. Yeah, but you have to respect he scored like 
Oh yeah, no, like, like 15 goals in the Prem like, first season. Props to him, they but probably could have should have deserved a, a spot in the top ten on here. I I just be ahead of Ferran Torres definitely. <laughs> I was, no, I was just I, thinking what, that. What did Ferran Torres do differently? Had a nice season in Spain. In One Spain. Nice season and then okay, that's fair. You, you, can, you can claim he's not thing. he's not Prem proven, but I'm not even talking about Prem proven. I'm just saying they they did the same thing. Had a good season, and you're saying. Tammy at a hot streak. Dude, I don't Ferran like Tammy. Torres I don't City, like Tammy so Abraham. Breakout season. I don't like him. Tam- I don't like Tammy Abraham. Sorry, man. I'm just, just questioning. He's a poacher. He's a poacher. That's it. Like I like poachers, but Torres is a big chance merchant. Doesn't take that much to make a big <laughs> chance. Just cross it. <laughs> I think he had second most assists in La Liga as well. Or he was definitely top five in assists in La Liga. Anyway. So, what about exclusions that you guys had on your list that didn't make it on the collective top ten? I know Dillette's going to bring up Martinelli. I have, no, I have no exclusions. Martinelli didn't make the top ten. I have no exclusions. You're fine with it? Yeah. Okay. Josh? Uh, I'm fine with no, it. I'm not fine with it. <laughs> 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 I had him at tenth on my list just because I was just looking at the other players. I still think that he could have got in ahead of some of them, but I didn't want to. Received too much backlash from you guys, so I put him 10th. 10th? Okay. I mean, Josh put Enkedia. I'm just. 7th. Oh, you had Enkedia on there? Yeah. is nice, though. Yeah. Oh, you're, you play striker, too. I feel like you like Enkedia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, but nah, if we did this list, like, last season before Martinelli got injured, I promise you he would have been up. That was the thing for me. That was the reason for my exclusion. He just hasn't I mean, played in so long. He hasn't so played in so long. Yep. And, we've, and we've just seen. Rashford, Foden, Havertz, Pulisic, all of them played recently. What about you, Owen? Exclusions from your list. <laughs> Owen's list. Well, that's a little, little uh, surprise. I mean, I'm, I'm content with my list. You're content with yours? I wanted to put Reese James in my list. I really like Reese James. He crosses the ball so well. He has a very good start. Think so? Yeah. Alright, fair. Well, he just got a lot of playing time either. <laughs> Not most assists. All right, Dillette pulled up the facts <laughs> on Ferran Torres from last season. I'm not gonna let you say that he had the mo- like second most assists in the league. I, I think it was big chances created then. There's yeah, there's no way. I understand big chances, but I just don't feel like he got most assists, or even like... Yeah, I might have been wrong in saying that, but... I mean, I like Ferran Torres. Of course you do. Five assists. Five assists. Five assists in La Liga. He had the most assists with his left foot. Alright, alright. Just wait for the season to be over. Take him off the list. No, no, no. Just wait for the season to be over. You'll see. Ferran Torres is quality. This wasn't a top ten potential list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then moving right into the quick fire question round. Each person will have a minute to answer each question. I'm going first. I'm asking Josh. Josh, what happens to Liverpool now that Virgil Van Dyke is gone for eight months? Um, first things. I mean, I just don't think they are a. Um, 
it's a stretch to say that they'd be a title contender now. Um, I think Virgil van Dyke is great for the you know the the charisma of the team. I think he's a really good leader, and I think that he brings. And I'm not saying that their season is hopeless now. They have a lot of good players to fill in, but they're not going to be as strong as they were last season. They have one defender. They they sold Lovren back to Croatia, back to some team. So it's Matip and Joe Gomez, and then the Dutch kid. Yeah. That plays center back. Yep. Mm. I mean, I think we saw Villa put seven past them. That's true. Uh, that was when they had Van Dyke. They had Leeds put four past them with Van Dyke. Mm. Like they rely on Van Dyke so much. They rely on Van Dyke so much because when the wingbacks get so far forward, all that's left is Van Dyke and Gomez. And, like, I don't know, if I'm an attacker and I see Van Dyke in front of me, like, I'm, I'm looking to pass. <laughs> like, I'm looking to pass. But now, like, I see Joel Matip on me, I might, like, take him one-on-one. Especially with no crowd. You're not going to get, like, any stick off of the fans for messing up. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if you got pace. I mean, especially if you have pace. Yeah, I mean, Van Dyke is a tank, but he can also oh, yeah, dude, sprint back. He is that line is significantly slower now without Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if we'll see as many assists going from Robertson and Alexander Arnold. Probably have to play more reserve. Maybe Fabinho plays in that center back position. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that yeah, that probably will be what happens. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was having him drop in. Fabinho back, and then is Thiago. Tiago's a CDM center mid. Can he play? He played today, yeah. Oh, okay. Or uh, this weekend. All right, next question. Owen, what do Chelsea do to not suck at defense? So you think having Mendy back will, M- Mendy instead of Keppa will kind of bring more positivity into the back line, more hope? I think so. I think just having him back there will bring more confidence to everybody. I think like, everybody's just going to play a little bit better. That's fair. Yeah. That's I mean, fair. Mm-hmm. With Keppa, like they're playing too cautious, and then that cautiousness brings the mistakes, and then it's just, it's He's very, that's fair. Let's get a point. It's very sad to watch. <laughs> Alright, my question for Dillette. I kind of hinted at it earlier, but Dillette, Arsenal haven't won a Premier League away game versus a big six club since 2015. I think that was maybe the season. You think so? Yeah. Who do you see them beating? Um, everybody top six other than Liverpool, City, and uh, maybe not Spurs, but We'll see. You, you see them beating United away? I think they could beat United away. Hmm. I mean, mm. bringing in Gabriel and Party solidifies defensively. Um, they didn't... They had a couple good chances against City. Couldn't, oh, yeah, definitely. And they couldn't really convert, but... Well they they defended well. fairly well against City. I mean, the goal was a, was a rebound. Yeah. And essentially a tap-in. Um, 
I definitely think this season that'll change, though. You think so? Yeah. I mean, like, the past, like, because that's been, like, an ongoing joke ever since, like, the first season. Yeah. Be any top six teams. <laughs> and every year, I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's not going to change the season. Not change. You, you yeah, think but this season actually finals? looks different. We, we just place, we defend so <laughs> defensively. I know, man. Five years is a long time. We were in middle school. <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> Alright, Josh has some questions. Alright, so Beck, I think we covered this a little bit, but uh, it's back to the Virgil van Dyke injury. Uh, Dillette, do you think that Pickford should have been booked on that uh, foul against van Dyke? No. I think he should have been arrested. <laughs> That's assault, bro. You just, like, just can't challenge that high. I'm still not over it. I, I don't understand the sliding. For me, that that's what really confuses. That that's what makes me think it was a little bit malicious. Oh, how he slid in. He put his slid feet up. into yeah. Van Dyke, put his yeah. feet up when Van Dyke was going for a header. So the ball is that means Van, Van Dyke six two. So minimum ball is six feet off the ground. Why are you sliding? <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, Owen played goalkeeper. Was it like a rash decision or? Uh, no, that was just that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was going for there. That was like that was way up. It just confused me honestly. And he just followed through like, so much. Yeah, like, like so much follow through on that. Did you guys see um, Sadio Mane's trip against Yerimina? Oh, I did see that. You saw that? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he, Mina bodied Mane to the ground and then was backpedaling. And Mane just stuck oh, his foot yeah, out and that. just tripped, yeah, him yeah, tripped him in. No VAR, nothing. That would have been. At least like the fourth official or like any of the lines. Yep. They definitely should have caught sure, that. For sure. I just don't get how there's VAR, but they still miss them. And it's not like one miss here, one miss yeah. there. They're big calls, and they're often. Yeah. I mean, like, consistent. it's a relief when they get one right. <laughs> you know what was nice about that game, though? It actually felt like a, like a derby game. It did like, feel like... you could like, tell that mm-hmm. it was Everton versus Liverpool. Like, last season, I was like, why is this a derby? Yeah. <laughs> why, why, is this, why is this, like, a celebrated <laughs> thing? Liverpool are just so much better now that you can't even... Like, it doesn't even feel like a derby. Just because they would dominate no, the last I mean, two years. Everton haven't won a derby in the past 22 games. Well, yeah, it's been a long time. But uh, next question, Rohan. So uh, Timo Werner had a fantastic game against uh, Southampton. I mean, he had two goals and an assist. So do you think he's, you know, we talked about this last week. Do you think he's really adjusted to the physicality of the Prem? Or do you think he'll still kind of struggle against... Uh, those stronger teams and those stronger center backs? Um, that's a good question. So, I don't know. That first goal for me was bad defending, partially. Um, it was a great turn, a dummy by him, but no center back should be getting that sucked in to Timo Werner collecting the ball in the midfield. So, that mm-hmm. was partially But he did very well to get the shot off. I, I thought he – oh, I, I, when I was watching it, I thought he overplayed it. And it was gonna get blocked or saved, but he did very well. Um, I think he is getting used to the prem. Maybe just starting to hit his stride. Fantasy owners must be so relieved he actually did something. Uh, yeah. Sixteen points. Sixteen. Sixteen big ones. 
Um, yeah, I, I think he's on the right track. Um, you know, it was one week, and it's only been four weeks in total, so or five weeks, so we'll see. We'll see. And then finally for Owen, so what do you think the you know the biggest reason that West Ham was able to come back down three zero from against Spurs this morning? Very nice. All right, Owen, you had some questions. Uh, as it's for everybody, we can start with uh, Rohan. Uh, who is your top player from the week and one? Ooh, okay. Um, from the week, um, I mean, we still have two games left to play, but I'm excited That's for that. Sorry. I'm excited for that Leeds Wolves game, but from the games that have been played, I would say Ederson. I know it's not probably typical to have a goalkeeper, but he kept a clean sheet, three 1v1s. He made an excellent save against Saka, an even better save against Aubameyang. Kept a clean sheet, in my opinion, won us the game. So for me, it's Ederson. Yeah, I was going to say Ederson too, I'm not going to lie. Dude, the saves that he made in that game, it was... It was like three shots where Arsenal easily could have scored. Mm-hmm. Not even could have scored. They should have scored them. But Ederson just came up big. I don't understand the like physics of him dropping to the ground so quickly. Oh, yeah. Like he just makes himself so big. He made, he's terrifying as well. Like I would hate to go one v one against him. Look up and see <laughs> that smile of adult braces and a neck tattoo. Smiling face, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you remind me of uh, like Bruce the Shark from Eno. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point. Yeah. I mean, he saved one with his shoulder that curled over the crossbar barely. The one against Aubameyang was great. He made himself huge. And, I mean, he did that last week against Leeds as well. I mean, he had the error last week, but I don't know. For this week, I would say Ederson. No doubt. I think I completely agree with both of y'all on that. I think just... He shut them out. I mean... Did he get man in the match? In the, I don't think he did. No, because... I'm sure Sterling got it for scoring. Yeah, probably. probably. He but, and he did some good things, too. He did, but, dude, Ederson, he, he mm-hmm. shut Arsenal out so well. Yeah. That's beautiful. All right, and now I want to know, who is y'all's favorite player from the team? That, like your close face over the weekend. Is it specific to that game, or Not necessarily in I general? Mm. You could talk about that game in, for like in particular if you want to. Last game, it has to be Saka. Uh, City Arsenal. He he got in spaces when Kinsella fell asleep. 
He got inside. He made creative runs. He was creative in his passing. Got up and down the field very well. So, I think Saka. But in general, from Arsenal, it has to be David Luiz. I think David Luiz, bro. He's a goal-scoring machine. But they crossed to him. Conce- okay. Wait, Josh, did you see? Did the, you see that? Did you see the City Arsenal game? I did. It's like there was no one in the box, just oh, David Luiz, and they he were almost scored an own goal. <laughs> as if he was their striker, and like the, the clearances were getting way too close to goal. To be fair, Cancelo and Mares ripped Kieran oh, Tierney yeah. that whole game. Yeah, dude. And I mean, Tierney was ripped by Salah when they played. So I don't know if Tierney's maybe that ripped. He just ran around him. <laughs> I mean, Salah was on him all game. Okay, dude. These are the two best wingers. <laughs> best right wingers that he just played back-to-back. Fair. Okay, fair. Um, I'm trying to figure out his name. He's the, he's the, link, um, he's the center forward for uh, Newcastle. Callum Wilson? Callum Wilson? Yeah, yeah, I liked him. He, he was really good this week. Not Joe Ellington? <laughs> Joe Ellington sucks. Joe Ellington is the most washed player. Dude, I wanted St. Maximum to destroy y'all so bad. Oh my god. I wanted St. Maximum to just skill down the wing, cut in, and rip one just like Zaha. It would have been so wild. Just, just embarrass Harry Maguire. Embarrass him. Mm-hmm. Alright. Owen, Owen, who is your favorite player from Southampton? That's fair. Yeah. Danny Hicks. Yeah. Cool guy. Nice, nice Dude, I don't know if it's just us being dumb or like, are Southampton really like that much for one man team? Uh, is it like just Danny Hicks? They do have like some pretty nice interplay. I feel like they have like nice like support players. Like they don't have like a. Yeah. I think Danny Ings is that like that that man. Yeah. But I think they have a lot, like a good supporting cast for him. Plus, you have to credit Danny Ings a lot. He's yeah. he's done very well. But I will say, United play Paris Saint Germain Tuesday in the Champions League, going against Neymar, Mbappe, Di Maria, Icardi, and Verratti. Do you think their defense is getting ripped? <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> you think so? I, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I, it's not even a bold prediction. I think Harry Maguire is going to get sent off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just a likely prediction. Yeah. Dude, I, I can just imagine. I, I don't know. I have faith in my Reds. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I have to. You know? I have to trust. I mean, I thought Harry Maguire had a pretty good game against uh, Newcastle. I mean, granted, it's Newcastle, but. Dude, you guys are getting the, the Arsenal treatment. Yo. <laughs> Whenever we were in, dude, what was it, like 16 years straight in the Champions League? <laughs> and, like, I think 11 of them 
we got like Bayern in our group or first round. <laughs> <laughs> like we just never made it through. I will say City only draw Eastern European teams. Oh my teams. gosh! Every, only they always Dynamo, get Schalke, Zagreb. Dynamo, um, just teams you can only hear of in the Champions teams League. Teams that just scrape the group. Yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> every time. Like teams that have to play qualifier games. And that's, that's I mean, why I was so happy whenever Leon beat you guys last season. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we don't talk about that. I, I think City might 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 pull it off this year. No. Okay. Uh, we'll see. You guys only beat Arsenal one now. Hey, clean sheet. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't we didn't have Aguero full health. Or Kevin De Bruyne. Cause city city were missing that like one creative pass. I mean, you guys still had Mars on the field. Mars was the reason for Sterling that first goal. On the field. Okay, Sterling. Okay, no, no, no. Sterling in the box is horrendous. He kills every attack by himself. Bro, you know what's funny about Man City playing that game? It's like no one seemed in position. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I, so, so city. It was like Jao Cancelo. He was playing right back, right? But he was playing Mars right was center playing, mid and right wing, yeah, and then too. Mars was and the Mars, right wing. Yep. and they were the only two people that I saw, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's where they play." <laughs> and everyone else, I was like, "What are you doing there?" <laughs> okay, so so the city game was a one nil game, so it like might have seemed boring to a lot of people, but me and Delette really enjoyed that game just because it was so yeah. tactically. Interesting. It was a lot. It was a lot of like defensive play. Yeah. Yeah, that and too. So that's. And I mean, that's where I lose my interest. In <laughs> Josh needs goals. I like, Josh I mean, like five nil. I, I mean, I need to see. I need to see some drive. Like, I, I don't like the like sit back and like possession. I like. I like. Like Leeds United. I love how they play. Like that drive, that counterattack kind of style. I mean, that's just something that I love to watch. Yeah, dude, you're gonna get that boring game. I think. Every time Arsenal and City play. Oh, yeah. Just because Arsenal's going to sit back, win the ball, hold possession. Oh, yeah. City yep. are going to win the ball exactly. and then hold possession. Yeah. Just, yeah, they're just going to go back, back and forth. I don't know. I I think Kinsella was playing like right center mid for some parts of the game, and I was confused. And then I thought Ake was going to play left back. Kinsella, or I thought Ake was going to play center back, and Kinsella played left back, which he's done before. But then ended up Kyle Walker. And Ruben Diaz at center back. That's actually a pretty good center back duo. That's a strong center back duo. Because those are both really strong players. But yeah, that's the end of our episode. Um, This has been the Kitman. If you're still listening, congratulations. Uh, You have a great attention span. But... (laughs) (laughs) You don't get anything for it. You don't get anything for it, but congrats. You get a a special shout out from uh, each of us, you know. That's true, that's true. (laughs) And if you're listening on... Listening on Anchor, be sure to use that messaging button. Let us know what you think of the show, improvements, segments you'd like to see, anything else. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, follow. You're on Apple Podcasts, follow. And we'll see you guys in the next one.